Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the It Is What It Is podcast powered by the Riot Report. My name is Josh Klein. I am managing editor of said Riot Report. Today, we, uh, well, I got the chance last week, Friday afternoon, to um, sit down on the phone and have a conversation with uh, Panthers wide receiver DJ Moore. Uh, we talked about a whole bunch of topics, um, what it's like with him as a new dad. He's got a nine month old at home. Uh, his the comparisons that he always faces with Steve Smith and just kind of what that's like and whether he is able to reach out to him as a mentor, what he's been working on for uh, the 2020 season and and just a whole host of other topics. Um, I hope that you guys uh, enjoy it. I'm proud to be able to not only bring you press conferences and, and things that you can catch in other places, but also exclusive interviews just like this one. So make sure that you subscribe, rate, review, do all the things that uh, podcasts ask you to do uh, in order to help spread this around to other Panther fans and, and, and get this out there. Uh, we appreciate all of your help, all of your support, and all of your listening. And uh, while you're checking those out, I'd encourage you to um, check out Quick Blitz is also on the Riot Network and One Day Contract coming out with new episodes, Roaring Riot podcast coming out more. So as the season goes on, lots more podcasts to check out. So Hope that you will check out all of them, but for right now, enjoy this interview with DJ Moore. Hey, uh, first of all, thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. Um, I I wanted to start out by asking... uh, how, how your daughter's doing and, and you know how what it's like being a father and uh and how much sleep you're getting um she's doing good she's just turned nine months today uh she had a doctor's appointment today so that's going very well uh she's growing faster than i expected but i'm loving every step of it uh i'm getting every time i get home uh during training camp uh we go right we have like mm, I wanna say an hour, about an hour playtime. She gets a bath, we go to sleep, and then that's just the routine for right now during training camp. So we get good sleep right now. That's great. It's good that you get to have some time with her too before she goes to bed. Yeah. Um, I, I was curious, uh over last year, so in the first couple of years of your career, you were one of the most prolific wide receivers under the age of 23. What were you, mm-hmm. what were you working on specifically this off season to try to get better? Um, I've been uh, dialing in on my route running and uh, just setting people up. Um, that's just one thing that I was working on. Um, but everything that a receiver has, he always wants to take to the next level. So, whether it's routes, releases, play speed, everything, just, just that's everything that I worked on. So every day I just try to go out there and work on one of those different things every day. Is there something? Is there a specific way for you? Have to forgive me because I'm not a wide receiver. How how do you get better? How do you work on route running? Is that just something? Just getting reps, or is it something specific that you do? Um, it all starts with, with, yeah, with reps, but then seeing yourself running it and then working on the technique and dialing in with the quarterbacks on what kind of techniques they want 
and uh, just going from there. Is there a specific route that you feel like uh, is your best and then one specific that you were working on on the off season try to get better at? Uh, I wouldn't, I would say there's a worst or the best, uh, per se, but as of when last year, uh, the main route that I ran was a slant. So, but this year I'm working on all of them so I can be, uh, asset in the low game, medium and deep ball. So just all of them right now, I would say getting used to running them all is, probably the best thing how much did working with i know that you and will did a lot of work this off season together um at, at those at the high school fields how much did that help you um being able to get out there with with an nfl quarterback because i know that was kind of few and far between for a lot of guys this off season uh that was that's that uh that helped a lot because you know coming into it we had to learn a whole new playbook so going out there and actually hearing the calls and actually going out there and running the route and understand what's happening, that was huge for the offseason. I know Will talked a little bit about how he feels more comfortable with the with not with the playbook or the offense specifically, but just kind of like calling plays and the and the language of it this year. Um, how does that compare to you uh, from the offense for the last couple of years? Uh, this well, you as you know, this off season was different from any other off season. Like the past two years, uh, well, I knew the playbook going into last year, but then I have a whole new playbook. It's like my rookie year when we're going in and learning again at a faster pace. But for this year, with the way the off season went, it was kind of better that it happened that way because we was able, everybody was able to hone in on the playbook and actually be able to know it mentally and then go out there and do it physically too. Yeah. Um, it, it did. I know a lot of guys were talking about how, you know, not like having to learn it mentally, almost like help them get more familiar with the details uh, before they got out there on the field. Uh, do you think that this lack of this, like this weird training camp slash no preseason is a, is a help? Or a, or a hindrance for you guys um, with a new coaching staff and new scheme. I feel like it's it's helping because um, we getting to know them and they're getting to know us. But at the same time, we're still playing football and learning with how they want things and uh, at at a pace that everybody's comfortable at. Is it kind of like not not getting out there in the preseason? Everybody's a little bit concerned that, like, the Bills kicked the reporter out for reporting on scheme. It's having that advantage of, like, the, you know, when you go in to play the Raiders week one, they don't know what you're going to do on offense or what the offense is going to look like. Do you think that does give you guys a little bit of an advantage, or even if it's a small one? Yeah. Um, they they know the type of players that we have. Uh, they just don't know how we're utilizing everybody. So it is a slight advantage. So, I'm the no the no preseason games is helpful going into the season, but once you get into the season, everybody's going to be able to see what you were doing. What are you seeing from this young secondary? Because I think the offense, a lot of people have. When people look at this roster, they they don't have as many questions about the offense 
but they have questions about the defense. You've gone up against, you know, uh, Troy Pride, Dante Jackson, Eli Apple, TJ Green, these guys. What are you seeing from them, and have you seen a progression even since training camp started? Yes. Uh, they are um, they are taking steps each day to work on something different. As far as I know, because I go against Dante a lot, uh, Dante has improved a lot. So going in this year, I know he's working on himself to – be more uh, reliable than he uh, ever was. And he's holding that accountable to himself. So that's all I can really say from personally knowing Dante. Everybody else, I see them working hard. And uh, I just got to get reps against them to really understand them. Is it kind of cool? I I know when you guys came into the league as rookies, we made a lot of like DJ versus Dante when you guys had one-on-one reps. Is it kind of cool like seeing that progression year over year, like every year in training camp, you know you're going to go against him and kind of seeing both of you guys grow up at the same speed and at the same kind of, you know, at the same level? Uh, Yeah, because then uh, it's even harder every year because, you know, he knows me, I know him. And every year it just gets harder and harder to either defend or go against. So you just got to keep up with the new techniques that they're going uh, that I'll be facing. So every time we just talk after every rep of one-on-ones and see what, what happens. Um, did you feel, did you feel frustrated last year? Obviously you guys had a, a long losing streak, losing cam, um, you know, just, just the way that the season went. Did you feel any frustration personally? Uh, frustration? No. At the same time, Yes, because we had the losing streak. But I really wasn't frustrated because I know it's, it's the NFL. At any given Sunday, you can either win or you can lose. And before every game, and we possibly could to the end, and it just didn't come out our way. So that was frustrating. But, you know, in the NFL, you just got to move on to the next game because you can't change fast. These, the, um, the, over the past couple of years, especially when you came in, it feels like every off season. There's like a, a viral moment that happens between you and Steve Smith. Um, when you first came in the league, he said on draft night that they hadn't replaced him until you. Last year, there was the fantasy football thing. Do you guys do you keep in contact with Steve at all? And uh, and you know what is it like to kind of have that comparison as a Panthers wide receiver um, to to a, a legend like that? Because I know he's around a lot more now. Uh yeah, I talked to him. Uh, well, right after that interview, I asked him a few questions, and then <laughs> just to be compared to him is, you know, that's amazing. But you also still want to make a name for yourself. So when I uh have a question, I could just hit him up. He answer it. Uh, tell me something that I could do better. So that's just an ongoing relationship. Uh, so I, I I have to ask also, you know, with everything that's going on this week, your feelings just about the um, about the the Jacob Blake shooting and, uh, and and you guys seem like you came together and spoke about it as a team and, and what that's what this past week has been like for you. Mm-hmm. Past week, kind of sad in the sea that uh, the comments on what's happening in the world is kind of saddening and also to see it uh, being recorded. It's, it's real saddening, but every day we just got to 
in my in my opinion, we just got to keep using our platform to to better the world and speak out our feelings and let everybody know that like this is not right. But at the at the same time, we need to we need everybody to back us up on this so we could change the world. What do you think is a way for for you guys as athletes to to use that platform um, in the in the right way? Uh, well, whether it's talking to the media or sending out a tweet, starting petitions, anything that is positive moving forward that won't get well, everything's going to get backlash, but stuff that won't get bad backlash as in, like, people are totally against it, which some people may, but you still want to use your platform as a positive role for better change. I know that you did um, a little bit of that this off season. You delivered meals to Novant, to the healthcare workers. How important is that to you to give back to the community, um, you know, uh, especially during COVID-19 and during kind of everything that's going on uh, right now? That that was huge because uh, I didn't I got that experience um, just seeing everything that was going on and then those those the people that I delivered food to were the very first responders that get everybody that comes in that has a COVID case and those those were the like worst of the worst cases that was here in, in Charlotte and around the area so it was working nonstop and I think that day. I forgot how long they said they was working, but I, they said they didn't have a break. So when I got there, it was it was just like a it was an aha moment. Like I was just stunned to even see them out there to be able to accept the food because they had so much going on. Do you think that an off season like this, with everything that's going on, COVID and and the social injustice that's happening kind of around the country, do you feel like for a football team that's that's that has a lot of new parts to it, a lot of new pieces that you guys that can help you come together a little bit, like grow a bond um, in that locker room. Uh, yeah, there's different types of con- uh, conversation going on. Whether it's what's going on in the world, whether we getting to know each other, it's different types of uh, conversations going on. Some good, some bad, but we all just know it's just to get us on the right track as a team to understand each other. Do you look forward to the, you know, that, that hour and a half, two hours when you're out on the field with the helmet on, catching football, doing your job like that? That's, you know, the thing that you love the most um, with everything else that's happening? Uh, I would say so. But, you know, when you get out there, it's always you always just not – thinking about what's going on in the outside world, but you have still have that in the back of your mind. But football comes first when you're on the field and you got to be where your feet are. But once you step back off the field, it's like you're a regular human being. Definitely, man. Um, I, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, and, uh, and, and you know, best of luck this season. I'm sure we'll talk again. All right, thank you. All right, thanks, DJ.